coming down the long, weighing in at a total combined weight of 525 pounds, John and Chris, the Bad Dirty Thumb Podcast. Hey, all you fucks. What's happening, fucks? You know, it's been a long week, fucks. We been a long week in Fuckstown. In Fuckstown. Fuckswoods. Meet me at Fuckswoods, baby. Yeah. Have a drink. Make it happen. Spin the fuck. Round and round. We fucking fuck we go. Spin the fuck. Make the fuck. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> uh, watched wrestling this weekend. Did you watch wrestling this weekend? I did. Yeah. You know that. I know. Yeah. I made my way to the Kesari Arena. You were in the Kesari Arena yeah. for uh, the new Kesari Arena. The old yeah. one's been uh, shut down permanently. It's like uh, it's like that shithole in Dallas. <laughs> the new Sportatorium. The Sportatorium. <laughs> yeah. Sportatorium. Hey, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one. Thank I, you. I read the spot too. That was, was creative. I know. It was, you're, not, sh- you're sharp today. If, if I'm feeling sharp. If, uh, if I got so much electric tape around my wrists. <laughs> Without going too, I guess we don't have to go too, too deep, but what do you think overall of the show? Bad. If you were giving it a letter grade, D plus. So you've given it by far the lowest grade of, out of anyone I've seen or talked to. I mean, if I'm going to be honest with you, the only thing I can confirm that I liked was the opening match. Kind of hung over. You were a big fan of uh, MJF and Adam Cole winning the Ring of Honor tag titles. I'm talking about on the main card. I know. I okay. Know uh, but I didn't hate that. The The pre-show in the, in the first match of the main card, I didn't really have a problem with. But... Uh, yeah. I think I called everything that we called correctly, though. I don't remember, but I, I remember you saying, like, I've, I've called everything right so far. I think so. I mean, listener can, can call me out if that's the case, but I don't know. It's up to listener because I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I'm not going to do it either. I could have done it today. I thought of it today, and I was like, oh, cool. And then uh, I had enough. So, I mean, I should... I think that... Punk and Joe was good because it had to be. It was also just a fun wrestling match to watch. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, a crazy match, but it was good. Like, I feel like Bucks and FTR should have been better. That's what most people are saying, that it was the worst of their three was, matches. Yeah. And I thought the, the one they had on TV uh, last year was really good, and this wasn't as good as that. So I, but, so I get people saying that, but I still thought it was fine. Um... The the Kenny versus Team Don six trios match. Eh, it was fine, I guess. Like, I liked that match. It was I wouldn't say that I liked it. Okay. Just, I like how they, they had uh Takeshita win, so he so that sets up for further matches. So The Stadium Stampede was stupid, but I thought it was goofy but also fun. It was like an old hardcore match. Yeah, kinda. I don't know. The only good thing, I, the only thing I liked about it was Sue. <laughs> that was about it. I liked how she was uh, in the passenger seat, and 
They were like, oh, she got her UK driver's license? No. <laughs> no, she did not. Okay, what else was there? I mean, Jericho and Osprey was... I thought that was fine. It was fine. It was as good as that was going to be. Yep. Jericho just singing over the actual fucking MP3 just playing. They streamed it off Spotify, and then everyone played along to it. Um, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Fozzy. Nope. Um, the Bucks wore uh, Freddie Mercury's Wembley Stadium attire. I didn't even notice that. I was yeah. pretty hungover when I got here, I think. Yeah. I was not in, like, the best way. I've been better. Um, that main event was fucking dumb. I agree with you. I did not like the main event For the all. world title on the biggest show, you need to have, like, it needs to be a serious tone. And this was not a serious tone. No. It was, it was, it was playtime, almost. It was definitely playtime. And, and it didn't work for me at all. Like, no, cause, it, cause they had a really good match on TV uh, a few months ago. And I'm just like, if that's what they do in Wembley, this will, this will be great. And they didn't at all. It was so, so I guess, it, goofy I shit. guess that's kind of like what I didn't like about it. It's just like, it, it never stopped being just like a fucking indie show. I guess I want to put it like, it just seemed like nothing was really blown up too much. Like I thought Jericho and Osprey had a serious tone. Um, I thought uh, the women's title match had a, a, a serious tone. Uh, trying to think of there was another match towards the, the trios title match. Uh, you had like the intro, which was funny, but then the match itself wasn't like the match itself was a serious match. That trios match was fine, I guess too. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about the coffin match, which was way better than I thought it would be. I, I thought the coffin match was, if CM Punk, uh, Joe is the best match, this was the second best match, but I'm kind of going back and forth on which one I liked more. I would probably have to watch it again, which I'm not gonna. Yeah. Um, that, that, uh, coffin drop onto the coffin spot. That was pretty fucking crazy. Yes. Um, also sting working like how he works is pretty awesome. Um, but that match, like. Overall, was very entertaining. I liked how his hair was hanging out at the end, and they're like, "Ah, it doesn't count." (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I forgot about that match. Yeah, so I thought that was really good. Probably, I probably say that was the second best match of the night. And CM Punk and Joe was my because they did the Terry Funk spots and stuff. So um, the Roddy Piper spots, um, the Hogan spots. Samoa Joe hooking up was probably the highlight of that match, and I I completely forgot until you. It's you been that. Punk doing the uh, punk, punk doing the John Cena Hulk Hogan spot. Yeah, um, yeah. So I thought that was like the correct amount of goofy that you could get away with in wrestling, and I think MJF and Adam Cole went too far with it. Went too far when it should have been for the title, and you could have done all that shit after the match. Yeah. Um, like a will they won't they for the entire match wasn't necessary also like because th- th- they did kind of get a little serious towards the middle but it was just like, when when they did the double pin i let out the most frustrated groan i've ever let out during a wrestling match hat on and hat. I, I feel like it was building up from other things too um so it wasn't just the wrestling match but like that was like the thing I remember clearly was just like the most frustrated, like, like, like I was like so mad. At this it, just, match. it didn't need to be bad. Yeah. 
that's what upset me about it. It should have been good. But like, I thought the rest of the show, like I gave it a B. Uh, I know uh, everyone else watching it gave it like B minus C plus in that area. And I'm like, yeah, we're all pretty much at the same ballpark. Like, I guess I probably liked the tag match more than everyone else. Um, they had a good Bret Hart spot where Matt was heel Bret for a second on FTR. That I, I like shit like that. Um, I liked the uh, Jack Perry hook match, too. I didn't hate that. Yeah. Um, it ruined everything, but <laughs> I, I didn't hate say, that match. I was going to ask you to sort of segue into this. Did you hear about uh, what, had, what had happened? Yeah. Before that or after that? After. So, I mean, both. I know both, but. So, basically, um, for those of you who don't know who live under a rock, CM Punk, uh, one for three in post-August pay-per-view, uh, not getting into fights. Good enough to get into the Baseball Hall of Fame, but not the greatest track record for a wrestling show once a year. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Jack Perry and CM Punk got into a kerfuffle backstage. Wait, Jack Perry started a fight. I kind of feel like, 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 see, I was going to say this, uh, CM Punk is the common denominator in all this, but he's not necessarily the one at fault. Like, okay. So like, yeah, don't, don't do that. Um, like I would suspend punk and fire Jack Perry. I wouldn't fire Jack Perry. I would, I would say like CM Punk, you're suspended for collision this week, but you're working the pay-per-view. They <laughs> kind of need him. Well, I, I think as of right now, he's not on the pay-per-view. As of right now, he isn't. Now, there is one other thing that this could be. It's not, but it would be good if with a, in a pay-per-view you have one week to do. If you, had, if you were just real good at setting up Punk Jungle Boy. Like, if you did that, if it was a work, then I'm, then I'm like, oh, they got us. I hate fucking work shoots, though. I hate it. This one would be a good one, though. Like, I was watching, uh, I didn't watch Raw, but I watched what happened with Nakamura and Seth Rollins, and I'm just like, this is how you build intrigue in a pro wrestling match. You have them fight over something that's kind of petty, but also very serious. And like, like Nakamura knows about an injury, so he's exploiting it. He's, he turned heel to exploit an injury. I'm like, okay. He just turned heel so he could be a sneaky Japanese man? Oh my god. Is I'm, he I'm, I'm staking my entire reputation on a japanese person winning the main title on a wwe show it's never gonna happen um you're right but but I'm, it ain't but i'm also like it has to happen <laughs> you have to do it um but i digress uh i think i don't think cm punk was at fault for this one no i don't either um i feel like everyone was at fault for the last year's one like there were no innocent parties really um it could have been handled better on all all fronts. This one, I'm kind of like, eh, Jungle Boy instigated it. Yeah, he definitely did. So I'm like, I guess he, CM Punk had words with Miro too backstage about it. Well, that's funny because that's someone that I feel like could actually like put up a fight against CM Punk. Yeah, because he's big. He's big and strong. And what the uh, fuck was he doing there? He wasn't on the show. He wasn't on the show. Um but he's, he's part of the team. So? Mercedes Verado is also not booking the show, but she was there. Why are you bringing all these people over? Why don't you use that money to get everyone from the fucking airport? <laughs> I did hear about that. I think that was probably just a uh, mistake, breakdown in communication. Yeah. Or someone heard that they had to pick up CM Punk and were like, <laughs> I think it was doing it. I think it was a lot of people. Yeah. 
Um, I don't think I think they just didn't get transportation for people. Yeah, he took like the fucking train there. Um, I feel like he probably could have just like got a taxi. I guess they were hard to get. I don't know, but uh, yeah, um, probably a lot of things in his mind. It's something slipped through the cracks. I'm sure he didn't mean to. Yeah, I'm really, it was supposed to be a joke. But I don't know. Seems like a lot of shit like that happens. Yeah, I mean, like... You can never just put on a big fun show. It's got, everything's got to be fucked up somehow. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think they need CM Punk for All Out, though. I think they definitely need CM Punk for All Out. So. I mean, what do you do... What do you do if he's not there in Chicago? They're just going to turn on the show. They give Moxley the interim real world title. You can't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they'll turn on Moxley. They'll turn on the elite. Well, I feel like the elite's going to get booed at uh, at least the Bucks will. I feel like I feel like Omega versus Takeshita in one on one. They'll cheer Omega because I don't know. I feel like Omega can kind of do out of all the parties that were involved in that thing. Omega was sort of like the 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 least wrong he, i guess he saved larry he, he got bit in an attempt to save larry <laughs> so. well then he should be then he's a baby face yeah so i feel like he'll get you then he should be he should dress up as cm punk he should cosplay as cm punk cosplaying as a fucking wrestler i've not listened to any uh jim Cornette about this show but i'm sure he hated it this oh, is yeah. the type of show that Jim Cornette would hate. This is the type of show that Jim Cornette hates. I haven't listened to it yet either, but uh, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for him to tell me what I'm I want to hear. I'm, I'm happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> You'll have a good three-hour podcast to listen to this week. You'll have two good three-hour podcasts yeah. to listen to this week. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think they could have done a better job if they kept the main event series. If the main event was serious, I'd probably have a much better uh, view of this show overall. Probably me too. Yeah. But that was the only real downer was the main event. And my girl Sheeta lost. It was fucking shitty. I called that. (laughs) You did. Transitional champion. Yeah. Longest and shortest reign. But it's okay. Was that the shortest reign? I think so, yeah. It's either her. Oh, it definitely is. It's either her or Tony Storm's interim reign. When she lost it to Jamie Hader pretty, yeah. uh, Hader pretty quickly. But I don't know for sure. Uh, but yeah, all out, I thought it was fine. Nothing. It, it, it should have been better given the atmosphere, but they're coming back next year for it again. Um, I know you didn't like it. Uh, yeah. Hopefully. Well, well you got a. WWE payback this Saturday if if you didn't like all in. Oh, you got two pay per views this weekend. Uh, yeah, two premium live events. I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch payback. I'm not gonna watch all out. If if I can get a stream of all out, I'm I'll not. Out. I'll be in. I'll be in uh, Western Mass for uh, rotations per minute, revolutions per minute, not rotations. So, and we'll find out. Yeah, have fun with that. I'm not going to go to that. I'm not going to Metal Fest either, I decided. I'm not going to Metal Fest either. No. I just, I want to be in uh, better shape for October. For Moshin? 
No, um, it's just I went to that show in June, and I quickly realized that I was like, okay, I can't do this if I'm going to get better. Yeah, need to heal. Yeah, because it it pops back up, it goes away, and it comes back. It's, it's not fun. Every time there's a loud electric guitar in the same room. No, it's like if I'm if I'm standing for long periods of time or walking a lot. If I do a ton of walking, it's just gonna aggravate it again. So I have to like limit myself. It sounds miserable. It's not fun. If if you can ever uh, uh, grow a cyst on your tailbone, uh, I would recommend not. I could. I'm, I'm choosing not to. Yeah, because I, I chose to do it. It was a choice. I would. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just. I kidding. bet you regret that I, one. I'm just kidding. It it literally just flared up out of nowhere, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> um. But anyway, I digress. You didn't need to know about my. Fucking, anyway, my. I do have some sweet gore pictures of it, though. Um, <clears throat> Your next next carcass album? Um, sh- well, let's shift gears to uh, football. You don't want to talk about baseball? Well, baseball's still on the docket. I do want to talk about yeah. baseball. Um, you were very proud of yourself when you sent that score of that game after I left last week. How's that feel for you right now? I was going to say, because <laughs> we were talking about this on uh, Sunday a little bit, um, but uh, for football right now, Patriots have one quarterback. Oh, they signed him back again today. Oh, they did? Okay. They're both on the practice squad Practice right squad, now. okay. Yep. I did not know that because I was like, you released Zappy and Cunningham? What yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> but, yeah, okay, they, they're on the they released Zappy and Cunningham. Uh, they traded Nick Folk. They traded Nick which which I understood because he's going to get paid more than a rookie kicker, and they're probably just like, eh. Nick Folk is very reliable, but... Um, well, if you can... You got to take chances on the kids at this point. Exactly. If like, you plan on being good in the next couple of years. It, it, like, you don't want to pay your kicker $6 million a year when you can pay a kid 100000 you know? You know how you know that your receivers and your offensive line kind of suck? Because half your fucking roster are those two positions combined, and you're just praying to God that you fucking find enough people to make it work. Yeah. They um, kept, what, 11 offensive linemen? I was going to say, the, the O-line is the biggest problem that they have, I think. He sure is. Which was why I was just kind of like, why are you not keeping backup quarterbacks if that line is so questionable? One quarterback, <clears throat> two running backs, and two tight ends. That's all they kept for those positions. Um, they, uh, they released J.J. Taylor. I was going to say, did, did they get J.J. Taylor back? Um, no, everyone cleared waivers. Everyone cleared waivers. Everyone, wow. no one signed. Well, I, I guess it makes sense because um, other teams are are doing that too. So, but they'll probably bring back Taylor because they need a return man. Let's see if they pick JJ Taylor back up. Actually, he had a good preseason. I was very impressed with him. Um, same thing last year. He was he's a solid player. I like him. Um, that Kevin Harris kid probably a serviceable backup, but he was playing with a backup line and they, they stunk. So they haven't picked him back up yet. Uh, it's too bad. I'm sure they will. Yeah, um, nothing yet. But that that was that surprised me that they didn't keep at least one other quarterback on the roster. But but then I was just kind of like, well, week one they got Brady here. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to do it a, a Kess fucking Madden franchise move and resign Brady? No, no, of course not. No, yeah, nothing going to go with Mac and Colt McCoy. 
I, I was going to say they bring back Hoyer. <laughs> That's what I figured was going to happen. Um, but yeah, week one, they're honoring Brady. They're playing the NFC champions. I heard 31 to 10 and I'm like, I think I feel, I honestly feel I'm, like I'm, I'm like 45 to 21, <laughs> 45, 24. <laughs> I'm saying close game. Maybe week one, dumb shit kind of does happen. There's Patricia Patriots thing. I, I, I feel like take Patricia out of the equation. Uh, How can I, you do I that? feel like the Eagles are just so much better. They are, but yeah. it's the week one. It's weird. It's a weird week. The only thing that the Patriots have a prayer on is the Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. I mean, also, like, weird shit happens at the beginning of the season. The witching hour. <laughs> <laughs> that first week one is next Sunday, right? Uh, September 7th. Okay. Next so, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so Thursday's the first game. Okay. Okay. Um. But yeah. Um. We can come back to Patriots if you want to do a, a Patriots pick them again, just to, to we'll go, check where we are. We'll go back. Yeah, let's do one more. We'll do one more preseason pick them. Just I just because they have their their uh, their roster. Yeah. Trimmed down. So. I had him at five wins last time. Let's see if we can get that down I to actually, three. I actually have a, the uh, the results and my notes. Okay. So. My phone. We'll do that after uh, some baseball. Okay. So yeah, Red Sox gave up. They didn't give up. They just played a good team. Who's a you, lot did you watch that game on Monday? I didn't watch any games this okay. week. I watched highlights though. Okay, so let me tell you why. What you said that they didn't give up. They ran into a good team is not good, not smart. They sale pitched. They left the he he left the game with a one run lead. Yeah. They bring in the relief pitcher. Who then lets up 10 runs. Yeah. They left a relief pitcher in for 10 runs. Yep. If you're not giving up, do you leave a relief pitcher in for 10 runs? I think they give up that game. Yeah. That ga- you can't give up that game if you're trying. You're trying to leapfrog that team. You need those games. Yes. That win. That, that specific win. I, I, I think they gave up on that game after he started. Once it got out of hand, it was... It, was, it didn't have to get... You didn't have to leave the guy. He hit the same guy in, twice in the same inning. Yeah. Like you left Daniel Bard blowing up five years ago. I think they're they're relying on okay, like this one's gone, but we can we can make it up later on, which I don't know if they can, to be honest. They with can't. You. They're done. Because I think Seattle's just gonna keep on going on a, a crazy streak. So their only hope is to catch the Rangers, and I don't even know if they'll catch Toronto. Well, they don't. Toronto's not in. No, I mean, like, they're not even going to catch. That's what I mean. Like, they're not even going to catch. Yeah, they're not. They, they might win 10 more games the rest of the season. I think they'll win more than that, but they'll, they'll, be, they'll be hovering around 500. They're dead. For the rest of the season. What do they have right now for um, wins? 70? 69? They have 69 wins. I'm saying. No, they're, they're going to they're gonna break. They're going to be higher than 500. Nope, I'm well, I'm saying they're not. Okay. Uh, they'll be under 500 by the end of the year. I think they'll probably 87ish, I want to say. I'm going based on their schedule cuz they get they get some Yankees games. They're not going to be playing 
I don't think they'll be playing too many meaningful games in September at this point. I don't point. think they'll be playing any meaningful games by Thursday. Which is a real shame that they couldn't. They have, they're at home against the Astros, and they're going to go 13-5 to five with fucking nine unanswered. No. No, you're right. Yeah, nine. Because they were trailing one. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um. No, uh, they needed these games. The Astros kind of had their number all season. Um, they split with them last week. Yeah, but they're a better team. Well, we have to face facts. The the Astros are a playoff team, and the Red Sox. Are. The Red Sox are on the cusp of being a playoff team. Maybe next year. Uh, it's hard. It, it's hard to be an optimist. And what pisses me off too is like either last week or two weeks ago, I said like, oh, you know, Devers and and. Uh, 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 Cassis, like they're fielded better, and I was just like, they've gotten fuck. so much worse. <laughs> That's what hurts the most for me. Is there's like a three way me, me three... saying that they could get better and, and that they're they're turning a corner, and then they immediately <laughs> shit the bed again. There's a three way tie for the AL West right now. I didn't know it was that close. Yeah, um, because uh, Mariners have the easiest schedule, and they've been playing like gangbusters. Texans have been slipping, and the Astros are uh, picking up some some ground against. Yeah, the they Red were Sox. they were kind of starting to fucking slide for a while before. Then they have a few get right series against the Red Sox, and you're good to go. Yeah, it's a get right. It's exactly. I guess they split them. with them last time, but that's still- but no, that's because the Red Sox were playing better last week than they were this week. I don't know what. Yeah, they're just they're. I, I I'm gonna keep being an optimist. Everyone else is being a pepsi- pessimist and saying that they're a pepsi mist, a pepsi mist, um, and saying that they're the lemon lime pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to keep being an optimist and say, you know, I like this team. Uh, Duvall's having a good, uh, good little run, despite the team not. So I'm going to say that there's enough there that they could stay competitive for the next couple weeks, play a couple meaningful September games, and then, unfortunately, I don't. I just don't think they'll make it there. I don't think they. I think we're. I think we're in Nanites. Good night, Irene territory. Yeah. But I. I still say around eighty-seven wins, which I think is what I said around the beginning of the year, slightly above five hundred. I think under five hundred. So yeah, yeah. I, I just don't think that they're because they're playing against the Yankees. They get some of those games. They'll 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 clean up against them. Um. Who else are they playing? That's easy. Do they have more Mets games? No, interleague play is done, right? I don't know. Let me check quick. Wipe. It's shit. just there's no way they're catching Seattle. Like Seattle's probably going to win that they're division. Not, they're not catching. Yeah, they're not catching Toronto. They're not catching Seattle. They're not catching Texas. Not catching Out of all those teams, I think they'd be the easiest to catch Toronto. But I don't think it. Well, they yeah, can or matters. That's only because they're the closest one. They're also like they're. I, I like Toronto. They're a good team, but out of all those teams, I guess the Rangers are worse than them. Maybe, maybe they are. Maybe they are now. But but, but like the Rangers and the Blue Jays are just the least good out of those teams. Like the Astros are a good team. Okay, let's see what they got. And they got better at the trade deadline. Royals, Rays, Orioles, Yankees, Blue Jays, Rangers. You know, all you had to do was not shit yourself against the Astros. And you'd be playing games against meaningful teams. Um, 
think they could probably take the Rays, like win the series. They'll probably lose against Baltimore. Rays have been still good even yes. without Franco. They're trailing the the uh, Orioles by how many games? Four, five. Um, a two and a half. Two and a, okay. So I'm sure they'd like the first place spot. Oh, um, they definitely do. I, I'm because they wouldn't have to play. Um, they they get the easiest path. So maybe maybe I take that back. Maybe the Rays take the Red Sox series then. I hope the the Red Sox haven't taken any series against the Rays this year. I don't think. That's what I was thinking. Maybe maybe they come through ready to play, but nah. It's just you. How do you not clean up if you're a good team? Not clean up against the Tigers. Yeah, that's tough. Well, I mean, I guess yeah, I guess they won two or three. They lost. They but still, split that, with the fucking Royals, like all that bullshit. Like, that's what I mean. Like those are the games that that come back to haunt you. Is is. That and just beating bad teams and not beating the teams that are ahead of you that you need to lose yeah. and you can cause them to lose, but they just can't do it. They're just like, that's just one of those shitty teams. Yeah. I don't think they're shitty though. I th- they're just. I think they are. This, uh, I think we just need some, uh, we need to take a look at what we're doing. Maybe, maybe a, a new GM is. Oh, there. Yeah. I would love it if they got a new GM. Maybe that's the fix because I don't want to lose Cora because we're. Dealing with a, I'd be shocked. Of course, the the manager next year. That's what I mean. Like I want. I think I would, he should be, but I'd be I, I would rather keep him than the GM. So yeah. that's just my. Opinion. I think that uh, the rest of Boston would agree with you. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna turn on a team. I don't think so. Uh, maybe this season. Oh, well, maybe next year if they fucking come out sucking again next year, and like they do the same shit. Yeah, people are gonna turn on it. Oh, I, I, I thought you talk, like fans. I thought you meant like the the players are going to turn on it and just yeah, about fans. Because I was going to say like I don't know about that. I think this team has a little bit more character. But if you're talking about fans, they were ready to turn on it last year. They, I think the uh, the seeds have been planted on a uh, a Red Sox fandom revolt for a while now. Yeah, ever since the Mookie thing. That's true. I think the the Mookie coming back this year too that really exacerbated it. I think that's what's bringing it back, because the only thing that that prevented it last year was that they paid uh, Devers. Devers, yeah, because they were ready. <laughs> it's as close as I've seen it in since the nineties. It's a beautiful thing. I don't know. I don't want to relive the nineties. I w- I want two thousands Red Sox back. Yeah, well, you're not gonna get it. Now you get, now you get, uh, two th- yeah, two thousands, uh, Oakland Co- Athletics. Yeah, closest thing we're getting to uh, the two thousands Red Sox is people wearing a Red Sox hat in a bar, not recognizing Manny Ramirez. I I started to see that video, but I think I know this end, so I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah. Oh, Manny. <laughs> but also, like Manny stopped playing baseball, fucking sixteen years ago. So if you're in your twenties, why do you know who Manny Ramirez is? Didn't he play minor league ball? Probably, but he didn't just play for fun on the Red Sox. I'm talking. Oh, oh for the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah, he played in he played in Korea. He played in Japan. Yeah, yeah. If you're in your 20s, it's perfectly reasonable for you to not know who Manny Ramirez is while wearing a Red Sox hat. I don't know. He's it's very reasonable. He's probably the greatest right-handed hitter of all time. But I feel like. Be it. If you didn't recognize like Kurt Schilling or Mike Greenwell, 
I think you're okay. If you don't recognize Carlos Cabrera or 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 let me put Dana it this Barrett. way: I don't think I would recognize Mike Greenwell if I saw him in a bar. That's what I mean. Like right now, and I know I who f- Mike Greenwell is. I feel like Manny Ramirez is too notable. Like Manny, Pedro, Nomar, like those are recognizable people. I don't. I bet that most people wouldn't know who Nomar was if they saw him too. I mean, Nomar hasn't been on the Red Sox in Since twenty something years. years. Yeah. So if you're 25 and you were three when they traded Nomar Garcia Para, it's it's it, to me it's like not recognizing Larry Bird though, you know. I bet that people wouldn't recognize Larry Bird. Oh um, no, he's. Nah. I mean, it's also it's different because uh, he's a white guy that played basketball in Boston. That's so what I mean. Yeah. He's uh he's the greatest we athlete like of all time. It's like just like the oh, song says. We love our white guys. Um. Yeah, so my optimism on the Red Sox is is still there, but I'm also recognizing that I'm I'm forcing it. Yeah, I mean, it is fun to like them when they suck because then you can get mad at them. I'm not getting mad at them. Like like the other night, De- like Devers and and Cassis didn't have a good game in the field, and I was just like, Brrr. I was like, nope, nope, nope. I'm not I'm not getting mad at this. So that's where I am with that. Fuck them. <laughs> no. Good thing uh, that didn't do anything. What thing? <laughs> what are you uh, talking about? Want to pick some uh, some Patriots games now? Yeah, let's do that. Right, let me pull up my uh, my notes here because I have a uh, I have a results from last time. Pat's picks. So let me just see this. We have a. What about uh? Give me a second here. One. <laughs> oh, do you want me to pull up the? Uh... No, I got it right here. Um, like I said, I just needed to pull up my notes. So week one. Week one. Eagles. Come I th- in here. I think this is a close game. Uh, you know what? I'm going to pull up. I want to see the Lions while I do this. Oh, you guess you can't do the Lions for all every game for the season. Well, I, mean, I, can, I can find out what the pa- line for Patriots-Eagles is. Yeah, find, find that one. Because uh, I do think the Eagles are going to win, but... I'm going to say Eagles four and a half. Got, mm-hmm. I was going to say, that sounds pretty pretty good, and you are correct, it is four and a half. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've always been pretty good at, at picking lines for whatever reason. Like early like eh, eagles are just so so much of a better team but, I mean, it is, but it's at the patriots home yeah. um patriots are supposedly better with the offense so i could see that being the line i'm still picking eagles and to cover i say that the patriots cover but i think the eagles win too okay fair um next up week two i don't know if this is home or away is the only thing is they're playing the dolphins Okay, well, the Hummer away thing is important. It, it is important for uh, Miami. Miami is the most important home and away game. Eh, Buffalo. Well, we especially, tend, we tend so to I, win in I Buffalo, think though. it's in New England because I think that the Miami one's later in the season. I think you're right. I think that's, that's usually just, how they do it. The only year they didn't do that was the Antonio Brown year. Okay, so it's in New England. Um, 
I mean, I think the Dolphins win that game. Uh, I have this as a Patriots loss. I'm going to switch this to a win. Okay, yeah, they're not going to get the 16 wins unless you start getting them some victories. <laughs> they're not winning 16 games. No, they're not winning um, six games. I'm I'm switching my pick on that one. Um, week three against the Jets. Uh, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. It's in uh, New Jersey. It's in New Jersey. Uh, I am going to say Jets pick this one. Just Jets finally turned the corner and beat the Patriots. After so I mean, many years. You you have them at zero and three. I have them. I'm, I'm saying that they. I'm saying one and two right now. Okay. What game? You have them at zero and three. Oh, are you winning that Dolphins game now? Yes. I'm going to give them hope at the beginning of the year. Um. <laughs> next up, uh, Dallas. Yeah, the Cowboys win this game. I am going to say Ezekiel Elliott vengeance game. Patriots win. The Patriots do not win. I I don't I don't think I don't think Zeke Elliott's in a position to be having any revenge games on anyone. Um next up is the Saints, which I have earmarked as a Patriots win. Um the Patriots will win that game. All right, so we we got you at uh, one and four. One and four. Yeah, I don't think they're winning until the Saints. And right now, I am three and two. Um, very possible that that plays out that way, though. Uh, next up, we have the Raiders, and I think they take care of business here. I'm giving them a win here. I think that the Raiders are good this year. I think that Tom Brady, minority owner, is going to give some insight. Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo should still be playing by that point. Might be hurt. Might yeah. be the Stidham game. Revenge game, no matter what. Revenge game, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Uh, um, I'm going to say that the Patriots take care of business and win this one. Okay, I mean that's fair. I mean it seems like a, it's like a coin. It's a more of a coin flip game than the rest of them to me. Are, are you take Are you taking Patriots in this? No, one? I'm taking the Raiders. Okay, you are staying consistent. You picked them to lose that game last time as well. Uh, next up is the Bills. I think this is in. This is in New England. Okay. And uh, I think that the Bills win this game. Uh, going to say that's a loss. Yeah. So I'm switching. I had been winning this game last time, but I'm gonna say no. Uh, next up is the Dolphins in Miami. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Miami. I am also taking Miami in this one. So I have them losing this one. So 2-0. and oh, So I am at 4-4. Four and four, And you are at... 2-6? Uh, and six? No, you are at 1-7. and. Oh, yeah. 1-7? One 1-7, and seven? One and seven, yeah. That's okay. They got a couple wins coming up. <laughs> Uh, next up is Washington in New England, and, and uh, the Patriots will win this game. Yeah, I think this will be a blowout. Yeah, this is the part of the season where they're gonna fuck some shit up. I think. Um, next up, they have the possibly the worst team to ever come out of Indy, given the fact that they are also a uh, a team that is fa- the famous the, the most famous tank team in 
the last time that they sucked for luck, they were pretty fucking bad. Yeah, they have a they have a young quarterback right now that like. But I also think the rest of the te- like the rest of the teams at shambles. Jonathan Jones doesn't want to be there. This is the worst they've ever looked. Uh, Pets just decimate them. Yeah, I think so. I think that uh, the rookie quarterbacks don't tend to do well against they, Belichick. They do not. No. So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say that that's gonna hold hold true here. Next one's kind of a tough pick. This this I think Giants are a pick 'em against the Patriots. Um, I'm gonna say that they take care of business and win this one though. The Giants game. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I have them losing this game last time, but I changed my mind on that. Oh, okay, so I this is the first changed mind. So for you, so because you do have them losing that one, and I was gonna say that's a that's easily a a, a coin toss. Yeah, I mean, as well. I I hope that their defense is good enough to fuck up Daniel Jones, and I think Barkley probably won't be healthy by this point in the season. That's typically how it goes. He has one good year and then several bad years where he's hurt. Um, Chargers are next, and for whatever reason, the Patriots have just always owned the Chargers, so I'm going to say that they win this game based off that. And I'm saying that this year is going to be different. You're saying consistent then? Staying consistent with the Chargers. Yeah. Um, next up is Pittsburgh. Which is, I have them penciled in as a win uh, against them, but I know you have them as a loss the last time. Have your and I changed? Nope. I think okay. Pittsburgh's going to be good this year, which is the kiss of death for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is, this is every year you pick one team. Are the, are the Steelers going to win the, the uh, Super Bowl? Absolutely not. Okay. So they're not the Colts? No. No, no. I think they have a nice showing. Okay. Make the wild card. Uh, so as a score update, I have them at nine and four right now. You have them at four and nine. God, mine sounds so much more correct than yours. I'm 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 trying to be an optimist. Yeah, so it's, have, it's, having it's, this shit Patriots team at nine and four through thirteen games is fucking a little too optimistic, if you ask me. We'll see. Because next the next week we have them playing uh, the Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs. Do the Chiefs have the division in hand by this point. No, uh, no, it's early. This, this is this is early for tanking. They might not just because of San Diego or Chargers, I should say. I think that that division will be pretty good this year, but I said that last year. I, I don't think that the Raiders or the Broncos are going to compete. I think the Broncos will be good. So not, I have them at 9-5. and five. You have them at 4-10 uh, and ten now. Because uh, kids say he's going to beat the bag out of them. Next up is Denver. And I'm taking Denver. It's in Denver. The Patriots tend, I mean, I guess they they tend to have troubles in Denver. Yeah, but I, I don't have any faith in that team. Um, Sean gonna, Payton? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that they, they pick up the win there. But I also, I also think there's a good chance that now is when they're done with winning so <laughs> next up is the bills at in buffalo and i am picking buffalo i am also picking buffalo 
next up after that is the Jets at home. Does this game mean anything? This game means something to me in my picks. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Patriots because the Jets have nothing to play for. Uh, so you're gonna see Zach Wilson. So you're saying that after a couple of tough losses, Aaron Rodgers goes into a solitary confinement chamber and imagines himself playing for the Vikings next year. Yeah, that would be <laughs> not realizing that he's just doing the Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll they'll be in the playoffs at that point. Um. I'm saying that the Patriots win this game. So I have them at 10 and seven and you have them at 11 and six, 11, no, six, uh, six, no, and, six and 11. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I gave them one more win this time. Yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's good. I also, did I call them winning the last game of the season last time too? No, they played Buffalo last year. No, no. For the last time I picked these games. Oh, oh, let me check. No, you have them losing this game. Okay. Um, so, yeah, altogether, I, I had them dropping a, a game. I, I have them losing both against Buffalo now, so that's my difference. I had them going 11 and 6 last time. Now I have them going 10 and 7. Slow, I think that's pretty optimistic, though. Slowly making their, making their way to reality. Uh, it is optimistic. It's very optimistic. It's very optimistic. Yeah, I'm trying. Like, like with the Red Sox, I know that they don't have much of a chance to get in, but I'm I'm staying optimistic. I think that's a good attitude to have. I don't want to. Good attitude. <laughs> I think I, it's a good version one to have. Yeah. <laughs> Matt fact: the Patriots aren't going to be very good this year. Uh, Matt fact: Chris loves Golden's brown mustard. Okay. I think he he said he hates mustard in one of his Matt facts. Matt Hardy hates mustard. What a weird thing to hate. So that's our uh, our picks. Yeah. We're close. We're closer than we used to be. I know a friend of the pod, Slick. Uh, he said they're probably going to be around eight or nine wins. And I was like, yeah, that's probably sounds good. high. That sounds about where they realistically will finish in the middle of the road team. Uh, but it, it does depend on two things, I think. If their line could get sorted away and how healthy they could stay opposed to other teams. Depends on two things. Are they good or bad? Because <laughs> uh, I think they'll be fine. Coach, I think coach-wise, they'll be better than they were last year. So I think those games that they coughed up where they made stupid mistakes, I think that shit will, will be ironed out. And they won't do that again. Also, the guy who's kind of responsible for them losing a game isn't on the team anymore. He's on the team that he cost the game. Yeah. <laughs> it was me all along. Uh, I like that they signed Zeke. I, I like him being on the team. Uh, I want to see it. Is the book they didn't do anything in preseason. So that sucked. Yeah, he's going to be boring. Uh, you're probably right, but I, wa- I just want to see it. He's going to be boring. He's going to get 3.1 yards of carry. Ah, uh, it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's late in his career. He's kind of been like below average for a couple of years. He's a he's qualified to play in the league, but if uh, what's his face didn't get hurt, he wouldn't be on the team. Who? Ty Montgomery? No, is Montgomery hurt again? That's what I thought you meant. Like who's hurt? Harris. Kevin Harris. Damien Harris is on the Bills. Let's say 
Someone else got hurt. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Because I know Montgomery was hurt last year. So um, Zeke's definitely an upgrade from him, even though I, I like Tiger Montgomery. Well, he's definitely an upgrade from Ty Montgomery, but they do two different things. Yeah. They're both running backs, but they're they're two different types of running backs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I have, them, I have them penciled in for a wild card spot. I have them penciled in for not playing in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think they're just a little too good for that. I think a lot of people are underrating their receiving core. Um, Parker's got good hands. Bourne is a really good athlete, and he's a playmaker too. And uh, I haven't seen much from Juju, so I don't know. But he had a good he had a good Super Bowl. They just have so many number two receivers. Yeah, and they don't have a number one quarterback to make that work. They they it's year three. I I want to see Mac have sort of like a. I'm not. I'm not relying on him having a, a Josh Allen year, but I want to see a, a year three Josh Allen type of year. I you would know, too. Thirty touchdowns, you know, seven interceptions, three rushing touchdowns, something like that. That'd be nice to see. Even thirty and twelve would be nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, anything below half touchdown interceptions no. is good. Um, uh, but Mac doesn't really throw a ton of interceptions. He did at the end of last year for sure. Because he had no one to throw to. Did he throw, didn't he throw a lot of interceptions last year? He Even threw, at the beginning? He threw three at the, in the last game. Well, so he, that he was throwing the ball up. up and getting picked off at the beginning of the year, too. Um, yeah. And he had low interceptions year one because they didn't let him throw the ball. <laughs> well, one game. <laughs> that was a fun game. I loved and, that game. And by fun, I mean a miserable game to watch, but it was just fun to watch them beat the Bills in a shitty weather game. And it, they were Bills were throwing the ball at the end because they, they were behind. They yeah, well, they were completing passes, is what I meant. It was fourteen to three, and then they they the game finished fourteen to ten. Yeah, so. But he was he was whipping that ball on that wind. Was that the Damien Harris game, or was that Ramondre Stevenson game? Uh, I think. I think it was Damien Harris. It was just one run. Yeah. It was only, like seventy yards. It was a big run. Yeah. Maybe it was Harris. I don't remember. I think it though. was Damian Harris in that game. That's probably why the Bills were like, <laughs> come to us. They got a good running back, though. That's a, that's a big upgrade for them. Singletary. And, is Singletary on that team anymore? I don't know. Let's, um, let's see. I don't know, but either way, Damian Harris is a really good running back, so they, they, they got a good one there. Bills depth chart. I could also see them picking up Jonathan James Taylor. Cook. Damian Harris, Latavius Murray, and uh, well, Naheem Hines is out. But oh, they have Hines. Forgot about him. He's always out though. He's never playing. He hasn't been uh, healthy in a while, has he? Yeah. He had eight carries for twenty-six yards last year. <laughs> what a great output. Um. Yeah. What what else we got going on? Anything else happening? I can't think of anything now. Uh, want to make this a short one? Sure, we could go through the payback card. <laughs> yeah, I guess why not? Why not? Pick up WWE Payback Wiki, which I hate that I have to Google that now. With Wiki? Yeah. Well, that's how the good stuff comes up. 
matches. So, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defending the tag titles in a Steel City street fight against the Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Okay. So they have the, they have, uh, the tag titles on this one? Yeah, I guess Kevin Owens has been hurt. That's why it hasn't uh, been on there. So it's not WWE's fault for bad booking or anything. Um, and I think Owens and Zayn retain pretty handedly because they're splitting up Judgment Day. They split it up in this match. That's what I mean. Like, uh, I, I, or they, they win the titles to split them up, and they, they, sp- they split up Sammy and Kevin. They split up the st- Sammy and Kevin and the titles, so Finn Balor has the raw set, and Damian Priest goes d- to SmackDown. A, d- a double set. split. A double split, yeah, yeah. So they split as a tag team and the tag titles. Yeah. I, I think I like that, actually. Yeah, every, everyone splits up. Everyone turns on their partner. I don't think Kevin Owens and Sammy would split though. I think that's a bad, bad move right now. Fans don't want it yet. Maybe split them from Mania. Uh, L.A. Knight versus The Miz. I uh, that's L.A. Knight's gonna get that big old pop. Yep. L.A. Knight wins that one. Uh, Rey Mysterio defends the U.S. title against Austin Theory. Um, Austin Theory gets his title back. I want to see Mysterio retain. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be the optimist. Okay. Babyface Mysterio keeps it. Uh Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Rodriguez for the women's world championship. Uh Rhea Ripley will win this quite handily, I imagine. I hope so. Uh Becky Lynch versus Trish Status in a steel cage. I would imagine that this would be Becky Lynch. Yeah. Babyface wins the steel cage. Uh Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins for the world title. Uh, I believe this will be Seth Rollins. Shinsuke is going to win it. Okay, they're putting they're they're, they're putting the the Japanese guy over finally. That would be interesting. Finally, finally, gonna do it once. That's that's how I see it. Have we had any more matches announced for? Uh, no intercontinental title. That's um, kind of disappointing. Yeah, it is. I guess yeah. All Out had some more matches to end to All Out. I'm probably not going to watch it, but. Oh, I probably won't. I definitely won't watch either of these. Actually, I keep forgetting that I'm not going to be around. Well, I guess I could still watch them. Um, yeah, Kenny Omega versus uh, Takeshita with Don Callis. So I think Omega wins. K- this Kenny one. can get his win back. Yeah. Orange Cassidy or Penta El Zero Miedo versus John Moxley for the international title. Uh, that would be John Moxley winning that. Uh, who does he wrestle though? Pentagon or Orange Cassidy? Orange Cassidy. I think so too. Um, that's how I, that's how I see it. Uh, Chris Statlander defends the TBS title against Ruby Soho. Chris Statlander wins that? I think so too. They just put the final nail in the, uh, coffin of whatever the fuck that group's called. The Outcast. The Outcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's the ending of that. And Chris Statlander wins. It's a win-win for everyone. Yep. I, I agree with you. Miro versus Powerhouse. Miro's going to win that one, I think. Miro wins that one. And Luchasaurus defends the TNT title against Darby. Darby Allen wins this. I'm going to say Luchasaurus retains due to Christian shenanigans. Luchasaurus retains, but then Sting sets up his final match, which will be against Christian. I did like the TNA chant that erupted when they had their match. They, uh... Yeah, 
Christian Cage. Yeah, y'all can chant TNA, but you can't watch Impact. Yeah. Thursday night, eight eight o'clock. Just pay, pay him ninety nine cents. Watch it at eight thirty on Thursdays on YouTube. Slap nuts. Ninety nine cents a month. Come on, you can do it. You can afford it. It's a good show. It's good shit, pal. Uh, now we done. Now it's be done. Okay. Uh, you always pick the song. I'm gonna pick the song. It's this one. 